This is your boy, the real Reggie, aka Young Clifton. We are coming to you live. Well, not live. By the time y'all get this, it'll be recorded, though, man. But y'all know what we're talking about, man. This is another episode of the first rounders, man. We got episode number 90. Is that, is that right, Ronaldo? Yeah, man. Live on the west side, man. We yeah, live. Oh, man. We're coming up, man. We're coming up to the milestone, brother. Oh, 100 is going to be something special, dog. Real talk. We but, are coming up to the to the milestone. More than that, though, man, it's the return of the R and R, man. It's the return of the R. I don't think they're ready for that, but they're going to get some of that. Oh yeah, man, man, man. Before I go on further, man, reminding people who you, who you who you be, my brother. Man, what it do, my people? This is it's your boy King Leon, aka Ronaldo Leon. We here tonight, me and my boy Reggie, going to be going to be holding it down for the for the first rounders crew. Shout out to B. Willingham. Shout out to Corporate Rivers. But hey, it's holiday season. Y'all need some R and R. We got some for you. Yes. Hey, you need some R and R. You need some good eggnog, man. I'm feeling really festive right now. I got the eggnog. You know, with a little something extra in it, man. You, you know how it is. My Spanish people, coquito. We're gonna get that going. Okay. So I'm gonna say we got that. We got that building up too, man. So cheers on that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like like Ronaldo said, man. This, this, this is definitely you know the the right before the holidays, man. So we definitely so wish wish you and yours a very very you know special Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays, man. Like I said that it's coming up this coming Sunday. So you know, and again, and, and, and in the spirit, in the spirit of Christmas, man. You already know, man. We definitely got something a little special for y'all towards the end of the episode, though, man. But y'all already know how we do it, man. We, we, we big into these sports. So let's just get right to it, man. Let's get the people what they want, Ronaldo, man. highlights, brother. Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. Man. <laughs> Where can we start? I mean, hey, dog, we could, we could, throw, we could really throw a dart at any, at any piece of the board, and it could be whatever you want to say, man, because it's been wild. Yeah, like see, a- hold on, we, we, we can start off. Start off, you know, with the with the title of the episode, man. I mean, who would have <laughs> thought, man, that Matt Ryan would be on the wrong side of history twice? Bro, this makes no sense. Well, it doesn't make sense, but it's funny at the same time, man. Cause like, damn, man, Ryan, like this makes no sense that you are like in this position that you was in, like, like two of the worst. You know what I'm saying? The biggest comebacks ever. You on the wrong side of both of them on two different teams. Like, damn, bro. On two different teams. Damn, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be, it's sad. It's sad to be saying it, but that might be what you're going to be defined as now. Like, that's going to be Absolutely. the part. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right, man. He's top 10 and he's top 10 all time in passing yards. Probably, like I said, one of the greatest 
to play to play, you know, in, in, in the last decade plus. Yeah. One of the best quarterbacks. But they ain't gonna remember again, and former NFL MVP. No, like he, he put up the number like he was like, okay, this is what this is what the Falcons and the people that drafted him wanted him to be. But I think he, I think he's exceeded that. I think he exceeded that. I like, I'm like, oh shit. Like he's wait. Like coming out of Boston College, like you know what I'm saying? Folks were saying, like, all right, let's see what he got. And it took him some took him some time. It took him a couple of coaches, some coordinators, and he found the right, you know, he found the man that gave him the right push for Shanahan. And he just unlocked the, you know what I'm saying, unlocked the code. But again, man, this what's sad is that he's gonna be known for what is he gonna be? Things, man. His fourth quarter breakdown that he can't. He always be like to throw some interception in the fourth quarter when it's time to to win the game, but he don't. And these damn um comebacks, man. I'm not gonna put this. I'm not gonna put this um comeback entirely on him. I kind of do have to blame damn Jeff Saturday and what the whatever the fuck he said at halftime to tell him. I guess he told him to go home and, and not come back out because. They came back out and did absolutely nothing. Like, how are you going to be down 36-0? You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden... 36-0 or 32-0. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they points in two quarters on your ass. Like, I was telling to myself, like, well, for one, um, I was I was definitely um I was heavily um interested in this game because I like oh shit the Colts about to beat the Vikings that means the Niners are gonna be number two and we would love to have the number two spot real talk so you know what I'm saying I'm going about my day I'm like damn I'm trying I'm like everybody going about the day <laughs> we went to a gun show um went to a gun expo um you know what I'm saying grab, grab, you know taking out some of the heaters they got out there. And I'm looking at the I'm looking at the phone I'm like hmm, they're coming back like this is a familiar territory. Hate to be bringing in on some trigger warnings for you, bro. But this is like oh, this is a familiar territory. Like the Colts are getting you know what I'm saying the, the the Vikings are coming back to them. Like they scored, they scored again, they scored. What the hell? And then you know we went to overtime. Like wait a minute, this is a this is a story on repeat. And then I then I ended up damn they won. Like what the like. What the hell happened? Like, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, did you not want to throw to nobody? Did you not want to, you know what I'm saying, at least trying to do something to keep, you know what I'm saying, put the lead up a little bit further? I, but I do also understand, like, damn, coach defense, what the hell were y'all doing? Because, you know what I'm saying, it, 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 bothered, it boggled my mind because I was like, whoa, what the hell? And I kind of got mad at the coach. Like, damn, bro, if y'all had one job to do, man, just beat the Vikings so we can get number two. And y'all couldn't. 33 and 0 at halftime. That's Bruh. crazy. They were up at, scored 33 at half for all, though. Bro, damn. 33 at half, bro. I was like, wait a minute. And then, of course, after that, um, after the Vikings win, man, it pour, the memes start pouring in, like, you know what I'm saying, like clockwork and like water, like, damn. And unfortunately, man, Ryan got that on, um, got that, got that, that short end of the stick of it. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's not 100 percent his fault, but he has something to do with it. And like, damn, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I was um joking with you guys in the test group. Like, damn, Rent Ryan's in the multiversal madness for real, because this man did it on another team. You would think, like, wait a minute, that's the same, 
the same story, but a different team. So I'm like, wow, this is unbelievable. And that's not even the highlight of all the NFL highlights because it was a bunch of other games that went batshit crazy too. Yeah, I think that, that every other game was decided by by one score or less, except for one other one. There was only one game last week that was decided by more than by, by more than double digits. We'll get to that one later because there's definitely a, a big theme of that one, though, man. But yeah, yeah. Man, I just want to again speaking of batshit crazy. Excuse me, uh, who who told? <laughs> Who told you know Rondre Stevenson and, and and Jacoby Myers to try to pull to try to pull what they did at the end of the Raiders Raiders Pats game, bro? They and they did they did a hold my beer moment, bro. Like shit, y'all thought that that home game against the Colts and Vikings was wild. Watch this, like that made no sense at all either. I'm watching that it game. Was a tie game. It was a tie game, and the way they were playing. And I- like they must have like they thought they were losing and they had no other choice but to score. But like, man, what are y'all doing? And it make it even crazier. This was against the most button up team in the history of NFL. Like, this is the Patriots. Like, they live and breathe situation football. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> like that's their bread and butter situation football. Case in point, the Malcolm Butler um uh, interception in the Super Bowl. Like, they know this shit. Like, they know this like it's breathing. So. What happened here? Like, this is the break. This is hype. Break this down. Like, people all over the leagues are talking about how that happened. Like, they never seen something like that before. And, bro, I don't know. I'm I'm about to get into conspiracy mode and feeling like the Patriots are on a, on a cool moment. And, like, they're saying, like, fuck Bill Belichick because what they're doing right now, they're not feeling. And they're showing it in different ways. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing that can come in my head up. Come, come up in my head of why this happened. Like, how do you let the Raiders to come back on y'all like that? Like, what the hell? Josh, Josh McDaniels team. Like I said, hey, you, hey, you, you got your rookie quarterback, or at least your second year quarterback, got put on the future poster by Chandler Jones. Like I, like I, put, like I told you in the group, man, this is Jones on Jones violence that we saw oh. in the game. Boy, Matt Jones was not expecting that. He was like, "What the fuck?" And he was saying, "Like, of course, as as as, as I, if I was the quarterback too, I would have been like, what the hell?'" And then, boom, getting knocked down by Chandler Jones. Like, man, you know what I'm saying? I would be mad too. I'm like, man, what the hell? I would have gone out there in the locker room, like, bro, you put my head on a swivel, like, really, really put my head on a stick to be knocked off. And what that the hell? Bomb was so disrespectful, bro. Jones got. It was a bunch of moments, and it was in that was at Raiders Stadium, so you know they went wild, like, yeah, like it just, I guess, that it, what it did it encapsulated what the Patriots season was, and dog, real talk, like it yeah. just, it just really put together. What the Patriots, uh, what what's going on with Patriots right now? It's just an exploding comic book uh, cartoon because I don't know what they got really, really initiating right now. And I'm not going to get nothing out of um, Belichick because you know I already know when he be talking to you, he's going to give you that grumpy ass response and not really give you anything to give you anything. But you can see the tea leaves right now, like 
The man got the defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator. Matt Jones looking lost in the sauce. His son is on the other end doing something looking like a hillbilly from um from somewhere with a mohawk. I mean with a uh, mullet. Like, bro, what you got going on over here? So you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like I, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's the like damn. This team looking crazy ever since Tom Brady left. So I don't know what's going on. So oh yeah, man, it's either it's, it's either that or or I I just think more, more so that again I think a lot of it can be traced to just Tom Brady leaving and Belichick said, you know what, I I got I got my six rings and I really don't give a fuck about this no more. I got I got shit else to prove. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hook up my boys. I'm 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 going I'm going to go all nepotism and, and, and give my son some shit that he probably didn't deserve. You know what? I'm going to sit back and chill. Sit so, back and chill. He is literally doing that right now. He's like, he is experimenting like a motherfucker. Like, as I said in the beginning, like how they are the most buttoned up team ever. He is really on some, on some opposite end spectrum. Like, I'm going to just beat some artsy farty shit. Like, I'm going to just throw stuff on the wall and see what sticks. Like, shit. Hmm. Let's see what I could do for it. Let's see. Let's see how far I can crash this train into the into the ground, or just plane into the ground. See, see where I can go with it. And he's doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, I'm hearing stuff afterwards, uh, audio uh, comments of him talking about how Matt Jones can't throw a hail mary. That's why he didn't do it in the play. Um, uh, the offensive line saying they, they all everybody's shitting on on Matt Jones for whatever reason, um, which is crazy. And then. Everybody just it just feel like everything's like a coup right now. Everybody just riling up and like, man, we just gonna just do some crazy stuff so we can get out of here because we, we don't want no part of um, this New England thing no more. Because it's not what it used to be ever since, especially after Brady left. And, and the other funny thing about that too is that Brady's not even thriving right now. Like they both look like they need each other at the moment. So I was about to say, everybody, look, everybody look a real, real suspect in the light right now. Oh, they look like a they look like. Compared to um, uh, Venom and Eddie Brock, they both need each other right now, and then they both separate, and they're looking stupid at the moment. Like, they just need to find a way to get back together or something, maybe. I don't know. Well, again, and, and the Patriots, that, that was another one, man. I was, I was watching that Bengals game, man, and I was like, damn. I said that, not Patriots. Shit. I still want to say that Tom Brady's the Patriots, man, but the Bucks, you know, the Bucks bengals game, man. I was like, damn, they like you said, man, Bengals are looking, you know, mighty suspect. And it's like the Buccaneers might actually make this final run to somehow be the team to 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 win this, this godforsaken NFC South. They could still do it. Crazy for us. They still could. And they still could, unfortunately. And not only that, they would be hosting the playoff game, too, if they did. So, yeah, wild. Really wild stuff this NFC South is, man. But But anyway... Tom Brady, because like you said, the opposite, because we know about, you know, Tom Tom Brady and how they always know that come come back. He's always known for, you know, just just, you know, having that clutch factor. Well, they actually gave up a big lead themselves in the Bengals game, man. Cause I was looking at it, man, I was like, what, like 17 three or something at halftime, man. I was like, Buccaneers might actually be trying to make a run. Yeah. You know. That game, man. And then came back. They were like down 35 23. I was like, well, damn. No, it's it, 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 all a lot of these games was the, was the tail of the second half for real. Because everybody was, you know, going in the first half, like, all right, cool. We legit. We good. Confidence. 
Whatever happens in that halftime, though, when he came back out, man, it's just back over real quick. And Tom Brady was doing the most. He was giving it up four times. Um, they were doing everything they could to give the ball up. And, you know, yeah. and Again, Joe, mistakes, he wasn't like, Joe Burrow was like playing lights out, but he was just doing enough. Like, all right, cool. You keep giving me the ball. I'm just do what I got to do with it. And, you know. That's exactly what it was. Like, like I said, if you turn the ball over four times, man, you, you can't give good teams. You can't keep good teams in games when you have a chance to to keep your foot on their necks. You can't. No, at all, at all. So it's it's just surprising how you know. Man, it just it's Tom Brady, so you know you got to expect done, expect it. You think he's going to try to do something, but. He ain't really doing that. He's all like, damn, okay. What's going to happen? But the, again, like I was telling you, like we were saying earlier, like, NFC South is like, you know, it, it, it looks like they could, it looks like somebody's going to be in the playoffs with a losing record, which is funny. Like, that's crazy. I, I fully expect that to happen. <laughs> no, though, I fully expect that to be, yeah, so, somebody definitely going, going with like an 8 9 record. Yeah, like, that's crazy. Like, how are you going to have a, it's, Gotta love the NFL, man. It's the it's the it's the it's the content creators, bro. And it's just I love it. That's that's why I love the NFL. Is this constant stories that you cannot create yourself. It just it just write it writes itself out. Like it just it's just funny. It just you, you're going to get enjoyment out of it. As much enjoyment as I saw when the Cowboys lost to the Jags. Oh man, that was that was my favorite game because it, it was it was right after. Uh, it's right after you know the after we lost to the eighth, so I was definitely glad to see the to see you know the Jags just definitely stick to the Cowboys, man. And it was off of a pick six. Bro, I was tell, I, I was telling my people that are Cowboys fans, and I have friends that are Cowboys fans. It's funny how that is, but I was telling them, hey, look, don't let Duval County come and hem y'all up because they can do that and. Lo and behold, that's what happened. I'm like, oh, see, y'all, y'all, y'all worried about the wrong team right now. Y'all got a team that's not even playing, y'all. Y'all going the next week, and y'all got Jacksonville to worry about. And then I'm watching game two on that one. Like, I'm looking at it like, damn, Jacksonville coming around. Oh shit, they tied again. It's the same here game from the for the close game. Oh shit, they tied it up. Oh damn. Okay, how about the Cowboys? <laughs> like, you know, what I'm like, they did they did the most to lose that game too. So like. All my all my cowboy fans out there on listening to cowboy fans, y'all. Y'all can't be talking all right now. It's just y'all gotta focus on the now. Y'all look like y'all not disciplined for it. So y'all might y'all might got a, a mulligan coming on uh, with this game coming up because Jalen Hurts is not playing. So y'all could redeem yourselves, but in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. All the worst way possible. But the fact that y'all lost. But I mean, I, it's a testament to on the other end too. Like, um, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's about to become that. I just about to say, man, look at Trevor, bro. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, you finally give us a real coaching. Yeah, see, see how how it works when you don't have the worst coach in the league <laughs> coaching, um, doing the stupidest stuff. Like you know, what I'm saying just making it. I felt bad for him last year, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, and I wish Corporal was on here to do some commentary with it, but. 
it was bad for that man. That man was like supposed to be a superstar, and he couldn't because you had the weirdest coach in the world doing the crazy. I don't even think he even want to coach football. He was just there just to be there. <laughs> the funny thing is, the rumor was Urban Meyer got wanted to get into the NFL so he could actually coach Trevor Lawrence. But I, but how we saw that, and that's one of the things that I think we actually touched on because I think. Not, not I think, man. That yes, we do have we do have archives, so you can just go back to previous episodes. I think we mentioned that Urban's not used to losing, but he's taking over a franchise that has lost a lot in the NFL. What's going to happen when they start losing, and, and he's going to have to adjust to something that he's not used to? He ain't going to be able to handle that. Lo and behold, that dude said, "Y'all boys go back to Jacksonville. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here in Ohio at my farm." <laughs> They get rubbed over by 19-year-old girls. <laughs> what the hell? I know those people on that team are like, what the fuck is going on? Like, 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 wait a minute. My coach is where? What? Besides the fact that in that offseason, he kicking people in the ass, literally telling them yeah. they trust and losers. Like, you're telling grown men that can pay millions of dollars like they losers. Like, wait a minute. So, all through that craziness, you have a diamond in a row, which is Trevor Lawrence, which is, he was supposed to be like that real deal, but he couldn't thrive because he had Coach Urban Meyer, a.k.a. Cone, as, as B. Willingham would call it. So, you know what I'm saying? He had to worry about Cone. So, it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy how that, how that turned out to be what it is, dog. Like, what, what do you mean? But now, you know, he has a coach that, you know, they can actually, you know, give him some, some tips and Look, man, he's looking good now. So I'm I'm gonna be I would be scared if I was in the AFC South and the boys, boys start getting the line put together and give him a threat as a wide receiver. I think they're only what well, they're only a game by yeah, they're only a game behind the the Titans. And they um and I'm hearing all that Tannehill's out for the rest of the season with his ankle. So it's gonna be a Malik, it's gonna be Malik Willis holding on to that. Ooh, mm. you, know, you know, hey, <laughs> you ain't got to worry about um, the Texans because they're not going to do nothing. <laughs> so it really is. Oh, hey. Yeah, they've officially been eliminated from playoff contention. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, another year and then another year and another, uh, another, you know, and, and another elimination for the Houston Texans. So, yeah, man. And it looks like actually with uh, Lovey Smith might not be there. So we don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah, like, like look, man, it's Jaguars might have a little, might you know, just be just be uh, on the watch for the Jags, like they could be doing some crazy, and they can get hot real quick, and then boom, there you go, See, do some make some trouble, you know, then steer some steer some shit up in the AFC, which which is always a good thing. You're always gonna want one of those teams to just come out of nowhere and do the undoable and see the unseeable stuff like that. Yeah, that's it. It's gonna be, yeah. Things things definitely get interesting now. Now you know, man. Not just not just there, man. I think you touched on it. You might as well say in the NFC now, man. The the playoffs are now being are now being decided. Yes, sir. All, sir. all over. And yes. So I think they, I think I think they are, the Eagles have clinched. Yeah, y'all have. I think yeah, y'all won the West, didn't y'all? 
We did, man. We won the West on Thursday with about three more games left. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah, yeah, like a shit ton of games stuff left. And, yeah, yeah. and like I said, then, it's the only thing they're trying to be playing for now, man. But y'all can literally like rest everybody else, man. You're saying. Look, that's the thing, man. Like, I would like, I would, I was looking at it like this. Like, I know my fans, my 49 fans, I have probably like, yo, let's aim for the number one spot, blah, blah, blah. This is the third. I'm cool with the number two spot, which again could have been ours if the Vikings would have, you know what I'm saying? Or if the Colts would have done anything and done that one job, that's all we asked for the whole season for the Colts to do. Jeff Saturday. And then like just do one quick job and just give us that number two. You know, then give us the number two because we get the home field advantage. And I could see I could see it to be where, you know. The Eagles being the number one can get knocked out of the playoffs, you know what I'm saying, surprisingly, because I don't know what's going on with Jalen Hurts. And with the Eagles knocked out, that means home field is going to go through us. So, well, yeah, happens. yeah, I don't know why I talk about some Jalen Hurts about come back for this game, man. I'm not, especially, you know, with them, like you said, man, they're, yeah, they're three games up ahead of everybody in the NFC and the NFC East, man. So, it's like, look, yeah, it and it could easily where it could easily go to where the Niners are number one if they lose out. Like if the Eagles lose out the rest of the games and we win out the rest of our games, we got the number one spot, which is you know again cool. We can take that because we get the bye. But I kind of see it as is once we in motion, we need to stop. Like we need to just keep going with it, going with it, going with it. So that's why I also said number two would be cool because. We'll take that number two spot. we we'll keep where we got to go. And if we just don't have, have to go to Philadelphia, then we do what we have to do. But I would say we all doing it. We're doing it all with a with a, a last day pick quarterback because we that we that deal. So I'm giving my shout outs to my team for just running things. Man, that's still wild. <laughs> that's, that's still wild. No, that's still, still rolling, rolling with Mr. Irrelevant. Goodness. Yeah. I cannot write this script at all. I've been saying it for my other beginning um, podcast when the season started. Like, this is the wildest offseason I've ever seen for my boys. Like, what the hell? Like, we do not know what. There was nothing on the bingo card that said we're going to have Mr. Irrelevant take us to the playoffs. Nothing. There was nothing telling us, oh, shit. Like, if I would, if he would have told me in the beginning, like, yeah, we're going to the playoffs with the last pick in the draft. Like, what? We're going to do what? Okay. Matter of fact, y'all gonna win the NFC West with three games before. Like, okay. So it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to say the least because we still got some teams that are trying to get into it too. So you know, for, for whatever reason, I feel like Green Bay might want to try something. I'm scared to see what's going on with um the Lions, who's doing a good job so far. Well, like, I said the Lions are, are five hundred. Man, it was like a perfect. Yeah, perfect 500 ever, man. I mean, shoot, man. We, we not that, not, I'm not talking about us, man, but you know, just everybody in the sports world clowned the Lions for hiring Dan Campbell as their head coach last year. But you know what? Watching Hard, hard Knocks, at least the hard, the hard Knocks before, you know, Hard Knocks in season, just watching, you know, just the, yeah, the Lions, you know, through training camp and, yeah. and, and just, you know, hearing, seeing, Seeing how they go, I'm like, you see why this team plays hard for him. Yeah, he got a good. He has see a good, exactly why this team plays hard. He has a good. Him. Um, he has a good squad of um coaches. You know what I'm saying? That's that. I do. 
You know what I'm saying? Got you. Found a gym in the um dominant off in this offensive coordinator that got Jared Goff looking like Jared Goff again. I mean Ross ain't is eating. Um my guy Williams is eating. Uh, Jamal is Jamal Williams is a very good back. And of course, you know, they also have DeAndre Swift. Uh, also also very good. Swift is not playing a defense still trash, but I mean they're playing. You know what I'm saying? Like they they look. Ain't nobody took oh um that uh the the line uh that line the um offensive lineman they got in the first round is protecting the shit out of uh of uh oh, yeah he's protecting the hell out of uh golf so you know what I mean? like hey he's looking like you know they're looking like the real deal they could be something to be afraid of if they keep going that same path of where they're going so it's a lot of the everything is in that in the mix though like when you look at those um graphic of who's in the hunt for the playoffs. It's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. Everybody's fighting right now. So these last oh, yeah. fun. Hell y'all not on um, even y'all boys are still in the mix. <laughs> yes we are. Like I said, somebody gotta win that NFC South on all though. Yeah, that's the crazy part about it. Like you uh the Falcons, um Panthers and the Saints are all in the same record. Like wait a minute. <laughs> Something's gotta yep. give. You know what I'm saying? Um and with the Saints, I mean, it's really up to the Saints to lose it all because you know what I'm saying. The Saints got, I believe, the Saints got the do the Saints have the conference record over y'all over everybody in the conference besides the, the Bucks. I forgot what the record is, is against the Panthers. I thought the Panthers actually held up before the yeah before you know the Bucks won won last week. I thought that the Panthers had the had the conference tiebreakers over okay. everybody. Yeah, I'm not sure if I have to actually, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's really, it's really in, in the Panthers' hands. If they lose on more, then that's it. And then now it goes to, I'm guessing, the Saints. And then if the Saints lose, then it goes to y'all. Like it's just weird how the dominoes affect and go. But all y'all need to do is just win on out. But I really want to ask y'all, how do you feel about the, uh, your your quarterback's debut, man? How do you what you think about him, Mr. Ritter? He looked like a rookie. I'm, I'm not surprised. Like I said, the even though the the fan base is, is, is in a weird place, mm-hmm. Ronaldo, because he had you know so many. Well, well at least you know, Marcus Mariota has been such a device divisive figure, you know, throughout most of the throughout most of the season. There are some people you know who love y'all. Who, who, yeah, who actually hated the man throughout, and some you know who thought that we did we didn't. He was the only reason everything won our games, which is not really the, which is neither. I, I think is correct, but I still, but you know, like I still can't believe he um, packed up his video game stuff, y'all. Dog. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. He, he had this. He had this surgery, man. He's he's on IR, like you said, and he's 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 done for the rest of the, se- rest of the season, and he might be done. There we go. <laughs> there we go. The Wait, good old IR. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Phantom, yeah, the Phantom <laughs> IR step. And again, I, I, I've read that he that Officer Smith they bringing that dude back next year. It's not good <laughs> because you know he really. Again, we we know who he is, man. Enough expected him, you know, to be the man or actually, you know, be the future. Future of the franchise. I, I, I don't think any reasonable fan had had any, you know, 
had any, you know, delusions of that. Because again, let's keep in mind, Arthur Smith bitched this man for Ryan Tannehill back when he was the offensive coordinator for the Titans. He did. He bitched this man. That's he did. So, <laughs> that wasn't, it wasn't right. He, but yeah, look, I guess he knew enough of Arthur Smith offense to run it. So, but then again, that, that's I, it. <laughs> that's it. Again, we, we need the body at quarterback. We need the body at quarterback after the Deshaun Watson fiasco. That's exactly what happened. We just yeah. needed we just needed we just needed a body. And he was mm-hmm. like he was a body who knew Arthur Smith's system. Yeah. That was it. And that, no. that was it. And he pretty much he pretty much played like somebody who some somebody who got benched. You know, got benched with all this tenure. So Hey, I had no delusions for what he was. Like I said, I, I just hope that, you know, he was able to bridge us from, you know, this year to whatever quarterback is going to, you know, be whatever quarterback, you know, is, is going to be in the in the future. That, that's why I hate that we didn't get Desmond better earlier because you really need to see what this guy could have, especially now that you actually could be playing your way back to the top uh, to a top five pick, which yeah. you might you know be, especially with, with the quarterback situation is going to be as unsettled as they are with these teams. There's going to be three quarterbacks going to the top five. I see again though, e- e- even though you know, I'm, even though I'm saying right now, I don't want Will Levis. I hope that we won't be in the position to get Will Levis, the quarterback from Kentucky. I'm not a fan of this game at all. I'm I'm not. And if that's where you want to go, we might as well, you know, just we might as well just wait till the next next season for a quarterback though. But even though I know that Big Bank Lake's one of the most patient owners in the in the league, I don't I don't know what his patience would be for for another, you know, sub five hundred record and, and and looking crazy and not making the playoffs. So yeah, man. I get it's, it's exactly. a, you, you, you might as well just, just swing for the fences and in and, and, and free agency if, if if that's the case. But yeah, it's just a again, just to just go back to your point, it's pretty much a, a long way of me saying, you know, that hey, I didn't expect Desmond Ritter to set the world on fire. I mean, starting against the Saints in, in, in their building your first game, that's that's not a recipe for success. Because, you know, even though the Saints are a terrible team, one thing they do still do well is play good defense. Yeah. Especially against somebody who was taking his first real NFL snaps. It, 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 was, just a, it was just a recipe for, for you know, not getting it done. Now, even though he looked, he looked better toward, as the game went on, I think that's probably, you know, one of the positives if you want to take that. He was actually, you know, completing some more of his passes, though. but. But you can remind me that this is this is still a young team, man. I mean, Drake yeah. London, hold on to the fucking ball, man. Hold on to the fucking ball, son. Yeah, that dude, like, come on, my guy. You got to do a little better, man. You, you know, first round pick. So, uh, need you to um, need you to do a little better, man. Dude, look, look, man. I can see, I can see it with um, on my end with Ritter. Like, he's gonna have to. He's definitely gonna need a lot more games. Like, so the rest of these games are gonna kind of uh, give him in the swing of things. Or, Get yeah. him in that. Hopefully next year to really see. Yeah, that too. Get him. Get him. It's worth it. Reps. You have Kyle Pitts. Get him some help. Get him some more help. That besides Kyle Pitts and 
I'm hoping London can, can, can kind of get it together. It's not just finally get you another wide receiver that can give them, like, you know, give them some relief. Um, you know, find a find a decent um, running back and go with Cordell Patterson and kind of kind of eat it up like that, man. Y'all can kind of kind of get back into the, the mix because y'all division is not and not that good. I'm I'm not I'm pretty sure Tom Brady's not coming back to the Bucks next year. So y'all got like you know kind of got like an open. Yeah, like right. I said, it's going to be up for, next year. It's definitely going to be be up for grabs and and like you said, man, if you can just find. It's better to see. I, I think one thing that's more than anything, we just actually need to actually get some, you know, some real difference makers on defense. I think that's that's really the thing that that I would do, man. I mean, I, I'm tired of seeing the Falcons not having a not having a decent pass rush, man. That's the only thing I just want. I just want a pass rush with the Falcons, man. That's that's all. No, no. Some some help, dog. Like damn. Y'all, y'all let that man put it on his back. Like, I can't keep doing that. Like, give him something. Give, give him a bone. Dean Pease, give him a bone. Do something. Yep, I like to say, yep. Grady, Grady Jarrett definitely needs, needs, needs another stud on the defensive line. I said, we need pass rush help. We need, we need our safeties to actually play like they've actually been on, been on the NFL team before, man. He just, Defense, the defense is just pretty much castaway defense, man. And if we could just, you know, just get some better, better, you know, just real pieces, man, and 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 not a bunch of practice players, man. It should be, it should be better. Again, we weren't in position, you know, to to win this division, man. But and that's the crazy thing about it. Now I already told you, man, that you know I expected the Falcons, you know, to just win five games or so this year. Because again. This is not a talented roster. This isn't a talented roster at all. We're just not we're really seeing that. And the fact that they've actually been competitive for more games than not, I think, you know, it's just really a testament to, you know, some of the things that coaching has done, especially, you know, Dean Pease, man. The defense has definitely played over his head. I mean, it's – Yeah. It really hasn't been that great from, you know, a down-to-down distance, though. But, again, if you could keep opponents to under 21 points, but you give me – you at least give yourself a shot. Exactly. That that's a really good stat to even to bring up. Uh, like is the coaching can still be determined by who y'all got to work with. And again, you know, you brought it up a lot a lot of times in your past um podcast in the past podcast. Like you know, you're working with scraps at the moment because they can't pay for nobody. Like you know, it's like they yeah, got to get rid of this damn cap. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, that cap is alleviated again. Um, a gift that um Matt Ryan left y'all. Um, you know, once y'all get that alleviated, you know, I can start start in a little bit. Capital going up next year. Um, yeah, you know, going up and, and, and if we don't bring Mariota back, that's more money that we can have. So, hey, it can work itself out. Um, I guess don't be surprised. Y'all might um do this, follow the same storyline, and get Tannehill maybe next year. I don't know. Yeah, you can see, you can see. Lamar Jackson the bus. <laughs> Lamar Jackson the bus. <laughs> hey man, I can see, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it in my head, theory wise. Like, look, hey, um, Tennessee might not. Tennessee probably is done with 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 uh, Tannehill and Tannehill. Well, yeah, I, I think I, I think he, I think they are too. Uh, I, I think they are too bad. If, if if Malik Willis 
Yeah, if if it's even halfway decent, man. This, well, yeah, I, all, they, these different tryouts. I don't think they. I don't. I think they are done with him. He costs too much. They're gonna be like, look, man, we 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 enjoyed your services. Good night, and let him go across the state. Go hang go, go hang out with y'all. Get Tannehill, man. Get to, you know, I guess the poor man version of Matt Ryan. Kind of get that popping off a little bit. Maybe he could be your bridge, your bridge quarterback until the next draft. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still doing what he got to do. Oh, he doesn't. I'm saying, let's see what your expectations are because y'all give him another year. You know, just kind of see what's going on with it. But yeah, you already know how this how this league is, man. They need them quarterbacks ready now, not now. Absolutely. I said, absolutely. I said, you ready now, man? Yeah, like I said, man, again, I'm, like I said, man, again, I'm not surprised uh, how any of it went, it went down, went down with the Saints, man. I said, it was just, again, there's only three games left. The only game, the only game I just want to say, man, I, I just hope, that, I just hope that we send Tom Brady out of the league uh, with the big fat L on the last game of the season, man. That's that's the only thing I'm just hoping for right now. Yeah, man, give give that to him and let that let that let that be his last hurrah. Basically, that's exactly how I'm looking at it. <laughs> that is exactly how I'm looking at it, man. But shoot, man. Speaking of last, speaking of last hurrahs, well, well, we might just call it the beginning, the beginning hurrah, cause. This is really the part of the season where I actually start paying attention to the NBA. Well, at least, you know, I start paying attention to after, you know, the after, you know, the third date. Because we all know that Christmas Day is associated with NBA basketball. Yep. And this year we got we got five games. We usually got five games though, but we got five games games this year. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You you got you always gonna associate NBA with with Christmas. Um, but hey, um, NFL is knocking on that door too. Like, hey, y'all, we you know it's Sunday, and exactly. we have, so, like okay, <laughs> this could be eight. The NFL, the NFL got not one, not two, but three games Christmas Day, dog. Yeah. So hey, um, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I thought Thanksgiving was us. We also got Christmas. So, you know, uh, NBA has a little bit of a competition, but, you know, it's still a traditional thing. So NBA is going to still kind of, you know, saying take take a take a, a front page a little bit. Um, Slay the game going on, man. And especially when it looks like the, the NFL on Sunday, the Packers-Dolphins may be the best game out of, out of all three because the other two are – we got Broncos Rams Rams right after at four thirty. Cares about that. <laughs> and then we got Buccaneers Cardinals for the nightcap. Yeah, no, look, NFL said they're going to creep in, but they really got you know the NBA got the alley oop to go ahead and just take it over. Like you know, there's nothing going to be you know there's nothing worth watching for real. For real. So NBA does have it. Go ahead, and do what it needs to do. Just don't don't stink up either. Lakers. I'm just saying. No, right. Here we go. That's the main thing, man. Don't, don't, don't speak up, Knicks. Even though the Knicks have actually 
They've actually, you know, been been riding high, man. They've actually been been doing some things. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's the New York Knicks, so you know how they, you know how they. Yeah, do. you're absolutely right. You are yeah. absolutely right. How they rose in New York, um, which is uh, 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 un, un unrelated to what's going on Saturday, and and but related to New York. Um, the game tonight is in front as we record this podcast. The game, the Brooklyn Nets and the Golden State Warriors, which is, is a funny ass game right now because they was they was beating ninety one to fifty something at the end of the second quarter. Like the Brooklyn Nets was so like, whew, okay. Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn's another hot, yeah, hot team, man. Again, when 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 you clear out the bullshit, there's actually might be a decent team somewhere, somewhere you know, somewhere in the Nets. Under the bullshit that goes on with the team, there's a decent team somewhere right there, Ronaldo. No, no, it's the potential was already there, and just they just needed to focus that ship. And you know, once it, you want, you see the, you see what happens when they get together and actually play like a damn team. They blowing the damn Golden State Warriors out in the end of the second quarter. So you know, it's um, and that's another story in itself too. What's going on with the Golden State Warriors? They looking like they, you know, then well, of course, being with Steph Curry out, but he was even. Yeah. Even without, yeah, even without Steph, even with Steph Curry, rather yeah. still, still playing, they look like boo boo fools, you would say. Yeah, man, like they got a little championship hangover on too. Like you know, what I'm saying what's what's up with them? Um, you know why? You know, uh, <clears> other <throat> teams are kind of um uh kicking it up a little bit. You know, what I'm saying Phoenix is coming back in. Um, Utah's doing this thing right now. Like a lot of these other teams are kind of like you know. Hey, 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 we still, we about to show out, show up and show out right now, so. New Orleans, the truth, the New Orleans, you know, Pelicans. Pelicans. Look, man, we got, we got, we got, we got Zion, we made fun of him 500 different times, looking like, you know what I'm saying, what he's supposed to have been when he got drafted, so like, and he's a beast right now, so like, oh shit, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying, they're looking good, so it's. Yeah, him, CJ, CJ McCullough. Yeah, they're, they're all looking like they were fans. I'm like, okay, let's let's see what let's see how this works itself out, man. And um, the Bulls are kind of falling apart, so I'm like, oh, the Bulls had a little run, but now they're not. So like, oh, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, we we lost the trash boys tonight, and we're, we're now down to the down to the ninth seed, man. Like I said that's, uh, I think that's one of the. I I think if we're gonna do like a, like an early, if like early, you know, surprises, you know, both good and bad. I think the the Hawks being being what they are, pretty pretty much, you know, being, I think, especially everything they had to give up to get somebody like a Dejounte Murray, they're still pretty much the same team, or at least have the same record that they did you know, they did last year around this time, man. Again, they're. They're the ninth seed, which means they're pretty much in the play-in again right now. If the season were to end today, but like I said I think they, 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 they definitely you know have you know underachieved. Now I know that they dealt with injuries to certain players. They just got Murray back. They've dealt with other you know drama. <laughs> the Nate status is up in the air. I don't know if you saw a man, but Travis Slink. Trevor Slink has has been, you know, has been, you know, knocked out of the 
you know, president of basketball operations role, which well, let's just call it for what it is, y'all. That got Travis Slink got the motor. Let's just call it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really what it was, man. Like he just really um he lost he lost the position. Then they had to push him down a little bit. And that's what happens in the game, man. That's just what happens when you don't, you know what I'm saying? You don't stay at a high level of, you know, bringing in some players that needs to be, you know, the the right players for the squad or keeping the, the play the personnel together with, with the team now. But because they're going at each other at the moment from what I'm hearing. So it's like, you know, yeah, going on in the bulls. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah, too many things going around, and, and it looks like <laughs> the Kevin Hurdy trade trade doesn't look doesn't look good now because you, you're not getting any other reliable scoring outside of outside of Murray and outside of Murray and Trey. AJ, AJ Griffin has looked good, has, has looked good at times, man. That was a good. This is, that was definitely you know a, a good a good pickup in the draft though, but. But everything else, man, the Kevin Herter trade is looking crazy. Yep. And if you don't get anything out of it soon, the Murray trade is even going to look crazy because, again, you gave up three three first-round picks in consecutive drafts. So yeah, you, you pretty much broke your future to make something shake right now yeah. on, on the next few seasons. And if you're still just getting into the – and the only thing you're still getting, getting is the play-in, then, yeah, yeah go ahead and roll cool. before – before it's all said and done. That's not looking good. That's not looking good. It's, it's not looking good at all, man. It's, it's never not looking good at all. And and, oh. and, and also, man, before, I, 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 I want to, you know, take a step back real okay. Right quick. Okay. Because I wanted to touch, touch on this, too, in the, in the NFL segment, though. But since we talked about, you know, a, a executives getting, you know, either pushed down or pushed out of the organization, did you read the news that the NFL has spent more than $800 million on contracts of failed coaches and executives? Man, that, that's been our theme in the last few episodes, right, of how these, how these cats got, got these good-ass jobs because they're not really doing nothing but sitting on the couch. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the number. That number was high. Like, that was a lot of, that's, that was a lot of money being paid to coaches that are not in the league right now. Almost a billion dollars. Almost a billion. They, no coaches are just chilling. One team got one team got multiple coaches that they paying for still, like still paying for, and you know, like they still, you know, they and they're still ain't really going too far. Like, I found out it, it might be Giants because I found out the Giants still paying Pat Sherman, and I said, "Oh shit!" They <laughs> haven't heard of. The Giants are still playing Pat Sherman. What? Bro. Bro. I was tripping. I was tripping when I read that. The Giants are still paying Pat Sherman's contract. Wow. I wonder if they pay. Oh, I was, they, they, I'm hoping they're not paying Ben McAdoo no more. I hope they ain't here, bro. They're basically paying Ben McAdoo. Wanted, well, he's, like, he's, with the, he's with the Panthers, I think. But yeah, yeah, no, man. Look, man, you pose a you, and it, and the crazy thing about it is, it's it's gonna the that number about to rise because we about to see some more fired coaches soon. Yeah, like, coming. So, um, <laughs> you're gonna see some more folks that's gonna be in that line behind them, but they still getting paid good money. They're gonna get that. They're gonna get that. They're gonna still get that fresh contract. But hey, 
Not my money in this, man. You do what you got to do with it. I wish I was a co- uh, NFL coach, though, because that's the easiest job in the world, it seems. <laughs> Any coach, between NFL and between college, man, you, you – really? Why are you so stressed? Like, I ain't won't be stressed at all. Like, oh, okay, cool. It is what it is, y'all. It is what it is. And then I'll be in the news the next day. I'm fired. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Oh, okay. Oh, it's me. Woe is me. Oh. <laughs> Let me go figure myself out and go try to stand life. You know, like that's the funny part about it all, man. Like, man, y'all good. Y'all gonna get paid money. Like you know what I'm saying, y'all could y'all could be like um John Gruden getting hundred million still, or is that still is that contract negated with all that bullshit he went through? No, that's a good question, actually. Cause he's supposed to get paid a hundred million dollars, right? So <laughs> Yeah. And he was only four of that 100. <laughs> so he only got 40 million, 60 million still, you know, could be a Bobby Manier day. Well, um, he ain't doing nothing. <laughs> so, uh, he's all the Interesting. He's all the man. And I'm, I'm actually, that, that, that's actually the, a really good segue in, in and of itself, too, man, because, hey, man. The Mets say we're gonna spend this money. And, no, exactly. Oh, well, okay, hold on. Let me bring. Let me let me bring it back real real quick for NBA. Um, right. Milk, Milk Carn. Where is where is Kawhi Leonard? This is Milk Carn. Just want to throw that out there real quick. Hmm. Um, oh, we, Very we, good question. Can anybody? Can anyone of our good listeners answer this for us? Please, you know what I'm saying. Call that hotline. Um, whatever that hotline that um nine one one used to use. Rescue nine one no. Uh, America's most wanted on uh, hotline. You call him to that. Do something to um tell us where Kawhi Leonard is because I don't know where he at. He he's missing. Um, so you know, just be on the lookout if y'all see him. Please call, find out, let us know what's going on because I haven't seen him in a while. But okay, we could talk about in, in baseball now. Yeah, and, and before we get into baseball, man, we we, we actually got we actually got B Willingham reporting live, reporting live now. This man not too long ago came from the came from you know the the UNC Michigan game. Bye. Going to give us some going to give us some you know things about how it all went down. Yes, sir. Oh yeah, man. <clears throat> What's good, y'all? This is B Willingham. You know, B Willingham, aka Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my guy? Much man came from a crazy game, man. Game was lit. Yeah, you know, right now. Gotta get out of no. I'm in I'm in Charlotte right now. So the game was was great. They was the referee, I don't know, the referees was tripping. They was calling like a lot of calls on Carolina. They'll call some on, on Michigan as well. Carol, I think around that the, in the first half, Carolina was probably over like six or seven points. For some reason, Carolina just kept Lindy's boys in, in in the game. They had the highest lead they had was like around nine points, but they got it down to about two points. Had me a little nervous, but you know, Carolina they ended up winning. I think they were one. They ended up winning probably by I say about four points, but but because of that, they do shot a three. Somebody shot a three at the end. But yeah, that was a good little game for Carolina. And 
Juwan Howard, I mean, he still got a good team, but I think they still got a lot, a lot of work to do too. His son was when his son, I forgot his son's name, but he was balling. Uh, Amano Baker, he was balling. He had probably about 26 or 27 points, but he didn't get a double double. Caleb Love had a good game too. All our starters had a good game itself for Pete Nance. He scored probably about three or four points. But Leaky Black, he got a double double. He probably got about 11 points, maybe 10 rebounds, but he played real good too. And Ashley Hubert, they were actually played. He probably went nine, probably went around eight or nine deep, which was was a good thing. So, but if they keep playing like that's the, the thing is like they should have won that game about for probably about they should have won that game probably about fifteen points. But they just kept letting these boys, them boys play. At the end, they just kept letting them just play, just let them keeping them in the game, and that was just that was like the most frustrating thing. And like I said, it was it was lit. Uh, Coach Will Williams was there. I saw um, what his name. I saw Roman Harper there. And I forgot the guy who was who was on. Um, I guess it was on SEC Nation. The guy with the beard. I had saw him. He was like in the, I guess in a in a sweet line to get in. Him and Roman Harper, and and Melo Carmelo Anthony was there. Last was their last night. Yeah, all it was a real good game. It was pretty much eighty percent Carolina fans and twenty percent Michigan fans. So it was it was pretty dope. It was probably my second time going to a Carolina game, and like I said, it was it was real fun. Trying to think of the stuff that happened. Yeah, it was like these fans, man. <laughs> Some of the Carolina fans. I thought I was wild. One of those dudes was saying, like, fuck Juwan Howard. I'm like, damn, what Juwan Howard do to you, man? <laughs> I always oh, thought Juwan Howard was, was, he was a good coach. But... I'm fuck Juwan Howard. Damn, oh, yeah, they, they, yeah, they was, oof. Yeah, I thought I was, nah, I'm not bad as compared to them fans of the Carolina fans. They, they, they ruthless. They were talking about Pete and Nash need to, uh, talking about free throws, like, it's called free throws. Damn. Like, damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> how was the um, how was the crowd reaction to Roy Williams being out of? They didn't really. They didn't really. Not, they didn't show like a video of them. They might have showed like one or two videos of them. Oh, a okay. picture of them. Yeah. But when they had showed a picture of them, they they um they were like cheering for them. And I think Drake. I think Drake May was at the game. Oh, he was there. I saw him take a picture of Roy Williams. Okay. So, but yeah, I'm like, man, you need to be like working on your working on getting your teammates better because y'all boys lost about four straight. But that's but that's a, that's another topic to talk about. But yeah, other than that, yeah, it was it was dope. So um right now it's it's kind of messed up. Like when we had love, it was the girls was gonna play Oklahoma against Florida. And man, it is bro, it was so dead. That jump was so dead. It's like damn. It was nobody in the in the stands. Damn. I was like, dang, man, y'all. They could have put they could have had that game first. Damn. Yeah. Went to the concession stands or something? Or? Say what? Folks were going to the concession stands or something? Or? Oh no, it wasn't concession. It was just everybody left out the, the Carolina, the yeah, Carolina game. Exactly. Yeah, niggas gone, man. Oh yeah, they they gone. They gone back into the 
Back in their hotels right now. But yeah, but yeah, it was it was fun. Hopefully, we'll probably could do it again next year. So they got to put well, some. Well, was it like the invitational man? I said, I guess. Like, I want to say it was. I want to say it was all everybody who was who was with the jump man. Uh, collect with the with the jump man. With the jump, who wore the jump master with the Jordan oh, okay. brand? We were with the Jordan brand because it was Jordan Michigan. It was, okay. it was Michigan. Yeah, it was UNC, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Florida. So, yeah. So hopefully they can do this again next. They should do this. I think they're gonna do this again next year. So, yeah, yeah. It was a good win for, good job. for Carolina. So, so what was your they overall? What do you overall give the greater experience of it? Like, what do? You... Oh, it was a great experience. Look, right. never wrecked. It was never wrecked because the way they was playing. They were just playing like, man, y'all down by two, y'all by, and you know, letting these boys come back and win. But, but when they took the lead, they they didn't they didn't long they didn't give it up. So that was good on them. Yeah, it was go. just the, the foul trouble. They it was like 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 Baycott was in foul trouble. He had four foul. They had to put him on the bench. And then um, well, other good thing about it, like they other they one of their main players is dude named Hunter Dickinson. He was in, it was that self, but he got in foul trouble at the end. So that was kind of good, but he didn't. He didn't really have a good game either. He might have had like seven or eight points. But uh, Juwan's son, I forgot his name, but that dude, that dude, was, he was dropping buckets. Him and this other guy were dropping buckets. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Cool. So yeah. Okay. Overall, it was it was dope. So it was a great way to start off. AC, well, I was about to say start off ACC play. They already started ACC play, but. To finish off their non-conference schedule. That was a great way to start to finish that off with the win, and I think that should give them a, a momentum, especially after when they played this past Saturday against Ohio State, in which they won in overtime. So maybe I think they, I think they starting to, to get it now. But well, like I said, we'll see. I think the ACC, they gonna this ACC the. The turn the um the conference schedule for ACC is gonna be critical because the ACC is not that good this year. Duke just lost to Wake Forest the other night, and yeah, the Expos won. So, but it's gonna be interesting. And we know that Virginia lost to to Houston a couple this past weekend. Probably about it was like shoot that was shoot to Virginia's turn. It was it was a very high scoring game, six nine the. 61. So, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, overall, it was a, a, a real smart experience. I got to talk to a whole lot of Carolina fans. We went in the, um, at our hotel. We had this little bar talking to one of these guys. He was from, he was asked from Gainesville. He was a Carolina fan. I'm like, oh, that's what's up right there. Right. They talk about all. Yeah. Right. So, and from Gainesville. Oh yeah, it was dangerous, yeah. And yeah, overall, man, Charlotte is a Charlotte's a dope town. Yeah, yeah man, I'm gonna uh, definitely I'm gonna definitely make a visit out there to Charlotte, man. I gotta see what's going yeah. on. I like yeah. it better than Atlanta because it, Charlotte it has traffic, but it's not Atlanta traffic, and everything is not all congested either, right? Like Atlanta is. Yeah. No, no, you need to get started at the right time, man. Like I said, it's 
Like I said, it's a bad. It gets bad there too. Like I said, of course, not many places get as bad as Atlanta, man. But oh yeah, Atlanta's on another level. No, hmm. y'all, you know, you already know Atlanta's just congested. So yeah, that's all it is. But yeah, man, that's the overall experience that yeah, you got you know got there. I saw some pictures on you was posted on on Facebook. So like, okay, yeah, there, yeah, there, represent. Oh yeah. And we have some good, we have some good seats too. Okay, that's the experience is, is, is the best way you know you can get. It. Oh yeah, it was it was lit. I didn't think it was gonna be no one there, but that was pretty much a, it was like a, it was almost a, to me it was like it was a, almost a sellout. But like when that's when they, when, they, when the girls was playing, I'm like, yeah, they they. And I was kind of hoping that UNC girls would play, but they played yesterday and they lost. They lost their mission girls. So, yeah. I guess it was a great experience. So I'll definitely do it again, do this again next year. Yeah, that's a look. Yep. Oh yeah. You gotta be out there, man. I think you gotta uh, I think you gotta uh, start going further and further down each year you go so you can be basically on the bench and you can coach them. Right, now, yeah, yeah, they gotta kick me out of the game. <laughs> now, you know what? They, they won't kick me out of the game because I'm I'm chill compared to these other people. Yeah, they they ruthless. And man, you know they had a little, you know they had a little, I guess a little photo thing where they show like certain sort of fans. Yeah, this there was this little, I guess a little kid, little Duke fan. He said like, I can't stand both of the teams. Had on a Kyrie jersey, man. They booed that dude so bad. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah, it was, it was cool. Right. Okay. Then we got um, got we got all plan to do it on um, do it like a trip at the um one of the one of the UFC games, man. Just kind of show up, show out. Oh, I'm down. Shoot, I'm down for it. Shoot, first round can be there next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it's going. Yeah. And like I said, the hotel I'm at. It is like literally right down the street. It's like li- right down the street from uh from um what's the place called the, St- the Spectrum Center. And by the way, the Spectrum Center is dope. I like the Spectrum Center. That junk is nice in the inside. Okay. okay. It, the seats are not like all they're not all squished up together like 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 um like state forms. <laughs> you okay. actually have some leg room. <laughs> so okay. Shout out yeah. to my boy, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Got me, got me, got me, got my interest in it. Go, go check them out, too. Spectrum's the, the internet service, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Even though it's a, you know, my parents got this, it's a little, it's a, it's a little on the high side. Depends on what you're getting, but it's, it's straight. Okay. <laughs> Good old Spectrum. Yeah, good old spectrum. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, like I said, y'all just I'm sorry I couldn't actually be fully at the meeting, but you know, I had to had to watch the bar, the, the Tar Heels play. They needed my they needed my support. So so, you know, we coming there, they probably get more support right there. 
Yeah, that's what you know. That's how that. That's how the first round was work, man. Like I would expect the same news. I was like, yeah, game so and so. Pretty much, right. man. He's doing better than I am, man. I probably wouldn't even call him, man. I said, I, I, hey, I would still be getting drunk right now, man. Especially oh, yeah. instead of get, if the team, if my team wanted to. Hey. Yeah, we had some sort of like a like a high iced tea, man. I just got sobered up from that. That was that was a good drink. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, overall experience is it's nice. Man, did you happen to see uh Kawhi Leonard out there? We've been we looking for him right now. <laughs> man, I've been looking for that dude since he's at Toronto, so Okay. Yeah. We just we just trying to keep tabs, man. We're gonna try to probably get a private investigator or something. We're trying to find that man. He's been missing for a while, so not yet going forty eight hours. Oh, you trying to get Dateline? The first forty eight. First forty eight. That's what it's called. I saw mystery. We try to get everybody in it. <laughs> man, that whole boy, shoot, Phoenix too, Phoenix and Atlanta. Hey, yeah, <laughs> I know y'all were talking about like the Hawks. Yeah, they 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 gotta do something. Yeah, 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 yeah we did. We, we talked about right, right before you got on, man. It's, yeah, I, 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 we were just talking about you know how how they how, how Travis Link pretty much got demoted. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I saw I saw that this morning. Yeah, they probably gonna believe him, like, they probably gonna fire him. Yeah, man, just you know what I'm saying like the personnel is kind of going downhill. You know, like right, gotta kind of get it together, man, because it's him. Um, and I don't know, team team is so just kind of looking losing this kind of pathway right now. So I don't know. Yeah, it's, I'm looking good for Nate Miller right now. I, I was just about to say, I'm, I'm, I'm still be, gonna, I'm still gonna say like in uh, January. Yeah, Nate Miller might be gone. Right. Yeah, like I said, man, we, we, it's, it's a lot. We, we definitely need to. Oh yeah, man. I said, yeah, yeah. Save, save your job Saturday. He's gonna be coming to the NBA real soon. It looks like. Yeah, save your job someday. <laughs> job Tuesday. It might be going yeah. in. Oh yeah. Tuesday. Seems like I don't know if y'all talk about them yet, but shoot, it seems like the day GM from the. The Giants might need to be gone too. The heater, 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 form of the bad twice right now. Oh, no, but no, no, we are talking about that. Yeah, man, we yeah. are talking about it. We're going to talk about it, man. After you finish your, finish your, you know, finish your USC experience. But yeah, we're going to have to talk about baseball before, before you came on. Yeah, 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 but it's not talking about how the Mets got that bag. <laughs> yeah, they got that bag, but they not yeah, doing anything yeah, with it. Hold on. Well, I'm gonna bring this shit up, man, because this shit here makes no sense. <laughs> it's a crazy story, the man. The 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 Mets, of course, at, right after this Carlos Correa deal, they are expected to have a total payroll four hundred and ninety-five million dollars. And the previous max payroll in baseball was less than two hundred and fifty million. And the Mets themselves are almost at half a billion. Yeah, they crazy. Yeah, so they gave yeah, Carlos Correa, yeah, that 12 year, 100, 360 million dollar dividend. Like you said, the Giants GM should be 
The Giants DM should be absolutely sick right now, man. <laughs> Dude, he, he probably gets he, he needs to be off for the rest of the year or something, man. Because he, he needs something. Oh, man, he might be well, then, you know. I guess I'd be devil's advocate. He might be on the stone when he said the physical was failed. So he's like, uh, yeah, so that's that could be a, easily a red flag right there. So you, you, you never know what it was. Yeah. He put the physical on, but yeah, and then that's the thing the miss gave him a 12 year deal after he felt the physical. That should be a red flag right there. <laughs> what a that's... sign up for maybe two or three years. I don't think really. Say what? I don't think doesn't care or or something something was or something happened that that Carlos refused to get out of that contract to say that you're going to get paid more by the mess. Man, I don't know that that's that's a very weird. Yeah, that's, that's that's very weird. Right. Basically, though, man, it seems like just New York is just like, hey, look, we're tired of all the bullshit. Uh, the Yankees or the Mets is gonna try to do it. Oh. <laughs> I don't got chase in the Yankees when I do the Mets. Yeah, it's funny because I got my uh, my family's all Mets fans, so they love everything right now about what's going on. They're like, yeah, <laughs> so you know, I'm just laughing at it all at the moment. Just seeing yeah, how. Right. Like, all right, guys, all right, hold your horses, hold your horses. Oh, what thing? They better win the end. Uh, they better not let the Braves win the end of the East again. That's what I'm just saying. No, I'm again like all those, all them, they reckon they're gonna be nothing, and then y'all get pulled out, right? Yeah, but, but, but I, know, I, I know one thing though, man. I said, I hope the Braves ain't, 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 ain't gonna, you know, ain't really just gonna, you know, sit back and and and, and, and just sit pat, you know, for the rest of the offseason. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean it, it is fun to, as much as fun as it is to make fun of the the Mets and Mets and the Phillies all the time. Mets and the Phillies are at least making moves and and like it or not, them niggas are gaining ground. They now really are gaining ground. Actually, signing some some good ass players between these two. While while while, while Liberty Media is still is still you know being peak Liberty Media, and <laughs> and you know. And and, and 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 refusing to pay pay folks when we actually have the money to. Yeah, for Liberty Media is peak Liberty Media. That's why having hearty chuckle. This is what I this is what I told our tell my LB a good friend a good friend of you know the podcast Doctor Doctor Old Ass Demetrius man. I, this is what exactly what I told him that I had a hearty chuckle. When when I when I read that Liberty Media that, that the Braves are going to have a top five payroll come come next off season, I had a hearty chuckle because it is yeah, the antithesis of everything ever since Liberty Media bought the damn team. Yeah, if if you if you talk about the Braves on MLB the show two thousand twenty three, yeah, they gonna have a top five payroll. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's wrong. Oh, I played that game by the way. Um, yeah. that's supposed to be like the man they, um, they, they absolutely refuse they refuse to pay for that, that's why again I had a hearty chuckle when they were talking about so they were going to go after DeGrom we weren't going after DeGrom because again <laughs> we, don't, we do not pay <laughs> we, we do not pay for, pay for baseball players <laughs> uh, how parents you say do you got some DeGrom money 
The young, you mean the struggle? It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> much. Shit, shit, shit. We pretty much, we pretty much might, might as well have Julius from Everybody Hates Chris. Might as well on the team. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> you know that's two dollars worth of. I forgot what he used to say. <laughs> he had the oh, I remember he had the the uh, the bootleg candy, the butter thumbs, and the um, knickers. <laughs> That man was a pincher like a mug. Oh, yeah. They doing what they doing. Butter thumbs, though. Butter thumbs. Butter thumbs, yo. But, yeah, man, I said that again. Do y'all know, man, that I, 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 I love my brave and, and like I said, man, and and, and it's still and it's still fuck the Mets and, and, and Phillies all day, man. But oh yeah, but shoot, man, but, but, but 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 these folks need, need to wake the fuck up soon, bro. I mean, you do. They, they all make fans. Everybody else, like when the Braves are just kind of sitting tired right now. Like, okay. Yeah, speaking of the Braves, Braves can't depend on just 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 eating off of. Eating off of these these rookie contracts, or at least man, these these long term contracts they're giving rookies, and and right. and you know these vet minimums, bro. He actually right. you know get get some like real talent, and actually again, us us not even attempting to address left field right now is is is, is borderline derelict of duty now, man. Like I said, man, we really can't let's go on the same. Man, left field is absolute. Left field could be an. an, an Potentially a complete disaster between between Eddie Rosario, which looks like a bad move, unfortunately, to getting them back. And again, that's one bad contract. Marcel, Marcel Osuna, another terrible contract, and, 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 and somebody who who can't who can't put down somebody who wants to party too damn hard out in Gwinnett County and shit, man. Between those two. And 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 whatever and whatever else journeyman that we signed, yeah, more. yeah, it's time to pick up the pick up the um pick it up now a little bit, well, especially where everybody we signed is where it's at. So you know, since you mentioned the the Braves, Reggie, um, are you sad that um that Danzy Swanson's gone? Because nobody has really been talking about him going to the to the Cubs. Yeah, that's exactly what I said, man. Not. So not paying folks who, so not paying folks. You know who you know. Again, I I don't understand why you you are hesitant on giving Dansby over one hundred seventy million because this is especially offensively. This has definitely you know been his best season bar none, and he really hasn't shown beforehand that he was capable of this sort of production. But at the same time, you still you're still losing the Golden Glover. He's still he's still losing the Golden Glove shortstop, and it's still and even outside you know of, of of you know the hitting he's still you know pretty pretty good for what he is. And again, as we see as we see this offseason, if if you're not going to pay him, somebody else will. Oh yeah, in the cold. If you ain't paying him, somebody else will. And <laughs> again, maybe maybe you have the answer in in Von Grissom. I don't know. You, you're depending on a second. That that's going to be a lot on the second year player to again replace the Gold Glove winner. You're gonna you're gonna ask him to come in and replace the Gold Glove winner, and he went 
terribly cold towards the end of the season after starting off hot. Now, I don't expect him, you know, to to be, you know, that, that you know, bad, or at least, you know, I don't expect him to continue that, you know, in his career, of course. I expect, you know, improvement. But again, like I said, you're, 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 you're eating cheap when you don't really need to. And even if you get somebody like an, like an Elvis Andrus from the White Sox, who ironically was actually a former prospect of the Braves back, back, back you know, the same year that Freddie Freeman was. I mean, it's just, again, like I said, again, Liberty Media, Liberty Media, you know, pretty much being exactly who we thought they were. And hopefully, hopefully it'll work out. But like I said, man, it's 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 definitely getting late early when it comes to the Braves actually, you know, doing something else to do, do something else to help the team, man. If they don't figure out left field, man, this could be, yeah, this it, this could be something else. And like I said, I mean, we we definitely got Sean Murphy, the catcher from from the A's. You know, they're pretty good. Not the great, not the greatest of hitters. But we also had, to, but we also, you know, gave up we have the in the process. So, yeah, that's, in, that's, in, that's in, interesting. Yeah, so, so in, in the end, in, in the end, that's the thing to watch. Yeah, I agree. Now they at least try to get go after some uh, a, a good big name. Then we want to get Aaron Judge, or or even Justin Verlander. Maybe could have. Possibly could have got what's his name, could have got um the Grom. Even though he's on a sorry ass, he can be on a sorry ass. He easy would have been on a team that was a, gonna be a contender. But yeah. Like I said, it is it is what it is. And my child's bullshit walks. So. Okay. Okay. So see what happens with on um, the Braves, man. Oh yeah, them. Braves be fine. Yeah, like I said, we still got it. yeah, we we yeah. We, we still got a lot to happen between now and when and, and, and when, pitch, when pitchers and catchers report, though, man. But again, it's, it's, it's still, it's still, man. Get it It's getting late early. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's getting late early. Can't keep just doing bare minimum and think it's going to continue to keep you know then do what you got to do. Like that doesn't work like that. So. I mean, I say again. Yeah. I say, I say, you, you can't just, you can't just get these young players these, 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 these long undervalued contracts, man. They still, I still think you could, you know, build something. Yeah, I got a good nucleus that you need to build up into where it needs to be. Like I said, let Phil needs to get together, you know, get something good, get a, get a, get a big boy out there. So, let's see what happens. Which, uh, yeah, well, like I said, we'll see. So we, so we will, we will, we will definitely see, man. But yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 even though it might look crazy and sad now for so for the Braves, I, I think it's probably sadder right now for for the University of Florida since they wanted to <laughs> since they got absolutely bum rushed. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. They got absolutely bum rushed in a bowl game and actually had to kick a field goal to to prevent a streak that was that's been going on since the Reagan administration. Mm-mm-mm. Look, I, I was looking at some of the highlights with that. Like, ooh, okay, that's gonna be interesting. Interesting. Um, to talk about on the podcast. Um, definitely want to get your own thoughts out. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. But, of course, you know, I, I, I didn't expect Florida to win because I know when, when you know, a, a, when AR-15 declared for the NFL draft, said he wasn't playing, and one of their better offensive linemen, he declared, he decided not to play in this game either. They had other opt-outs. I knew that they weren't going to win, but, shoot, that was – that, that, that was an entirely sad display of football, Ronaldo. Because I was like, Jesus Christ, man, I can't even enjoy this. Like, they I really want to. Where these bowls are not really in nothing, unless you're in playoffs. It's like, you know, and and I'm feeling for, for, for a lot of these folks, like a lot of the major players, like, what what is the reason of playing in them if they're not in for the playoff? You know what I'm saying? I'd rather go and say, save my body. And the, the major stars at the clamp for the NFL, like I have no reason to be playing the bowls, especially a bowl which is like I have no idea what the name of it is. And whereas I can get ready for the NFL draft, so you know they playing this smart. And but you know, I mean, I, mean, I kind of hate it because there was some good bowl games that, that, that that's been on though, man. It's especially I know the the Cure Bowl the, between UTSA and Troy. Tour was a was a pretty good game. I said that some of the other ones involving and were involved some of the some of the G five. Mm-hmm. G five have been you know pretty pretty good so far. And like I said, man, in order for for this current both both systems to still thrive, man, like I said, you you got to find some other incentive that's good these guys you know to play. Cause like I said, man, because because even because, because even with all, all, all that you said, Ronaldo, and even with people like me who absolutely, you know, just love watching, you know, watching any type of, you know, football being played, like that, nobody, not even the Las Vegas, because I think about it, that game's played in Las Vegas, man, man, but nobody wants to travel all that way to watch any team just get blown out 40 to for 40 plus points. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's exactly what's happening when the players that you don't want. I mean, the players who don't want to play aren't playing in these games, man. It's like again, nobody wants to see it. Nobody wants to travel to see that. That's a lot of money. You got to pay for travel. You got to pay pay for the hotel, man. You got to not cheap. It's still no, ain't it's not cheap at all. We ain't we ain't at these um, pandemic flights no more. Right? You know what I'm saying? Shit ain't a hundred dollars for round trips. Nah. Um, that shit, the price done went up, like Fat Joe say. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no joke. Like, so if you want to go out there, you know what I'm saying? You're going to want to get what you pay for. Like, I understand folks be mad. Like, man, I'm not, not doing this. I'm not going to travel just to see a blowout and not, you know what I'm saying? Not seeing people that want to do it. I'm hoping, my hope, my thoughts about it is like, I'm hoping the team and the system get good enough to where it's good players, regardless of, and players that are not eligible. For the NFL draft, is gonna be playing their ass off, and then you know what I'm saying. It's, it's kind of like whereas um, when a player leaves Alabama, the next player up is damn good. So it's like, then what? And then that's going to happen for all the all these on college football teams that's going to play. Like that's, that's that ain't going to happen. I'm telling you that right now, that ain't going to happen. That no. In a perfect world, right? You know, just, <laughs> I said that that ain't happening. At yeah, all. you're going to get. I hope. You get. I, I yeah, 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 yeah. This, this, this is pretty much the world that's the world that's been made, and not only that, you also got the transfer portal too. So some of the people who decide to go on the transfer portal too, <laughs> are, 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 are other opt out. So yeah, 
first train smoking. That's definitely what's going on. Yeah, this is the wall that, you know, that has come to, but like I said, there's still some other games and there's not some other players and others who aren't opting out. And if that's the case, man, definitely shout, shout out to them. Good for them. And really, and, and shout out to shout out to NCCU and uh, and, and and then with the celebration bowl. Okay, yeah, that was a very good game, man. And the NCCU showing everybody, man, that that the media ain't no hope. Because like, y'all talk about the swipe all y'all want, man, but but the shit ain't sweet over in the media. <laughs> Look, man, it's, it, you get you're gonna get those chances for like the um the those teams to kind of shine too, as you know, as opposed to like, all right, you're gonna get some bullshit games. You're gonna also get some some boys that's gonna start, you know, they're gonna shine too. So you get you're gonna get the best of both worlds out of it. You're gonna get the good and the bad taste of all of it all. Besides the big the big games that are you know saying supposed to be important and whatnot. But again, you know, uh, I feel like um these are teams that are gonna be you know. Just trying to stay in it to to be more relevant, and they're just finding ways to do it. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, man. But yeah, both seasons, you know, it's been been pretty, been pretty crazy, you know, so far. And gonna be, are we, are do you see the bowls, all these bowls ending soon, or are we going to continue with this? Do you feel like in 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 reality? This is going to be a sustainable thing. Like the bowl. I think probably when it comes to maybe when it comes to the D five bowls, but but here's the thing though: as as long as people you know continue to you know pay for it, mm-hmm. there's going to be these bowls. You know, there's going to be you know we're always going to have have you know the. So we we always gonna have you know people in the people in the pay for so these both always be get, going to get into these extended contracts with with these conferences, and we're always and 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 that's what we're pretty much you know going to going to be seeing or going to be you know used to just seeing these conferences you know get get to these extended you know contracts and okay yeah okay hey as long as somebody's paying for it, man somebody's going to you know. They're, they're going to keep on, man. That, that's just all. That's my personal thing until until we see otherwise. Okay. Okay. We'll see how that works itself out there, man. I guess. Yeah. You're right. Money do talk. That's pretty, that's, that's pretty much. Money do that's talk. Pretty much it. Money talk, man. They can kind of figure out ways to kind of make it a little bit, make it a little bit um cool and more popular. Um. The biggest thing, like I said, man, is just trying to keep these players from the transfer portals and um and from um declaring, man, because if that's you know that's if it was for that, you know, folks are leaving, they they're going to you know they're not staying on the team to play these bowl games because they don't want to do it. Well, yeah, it was pretty much, man. It's two times, it's two times, man. But again, y'all. Thank y'all for listening, and, and if you have got this far, I always appreciate it. You can definitely find us on all of the major podcasting networks, except for Pandora. Yeah, except for Pandora, but not the except Pandora. Pandora. 
at the Pandoran station. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, pretty much. So we definitely appreciate y'all, you know, for all being with us, man. If you're first time listening, thank you as well for coming through. But and if this is your first time listening, I'll let you all know that this is the part of the program where we usually spotlight pinhead somebody who's done something you know exceedingly stupid during the week that needs to be made fun of but since this is you know since we are in holidays and then you know the spirit of the holidays we are going to we are going to you know spotlight spotlight any of the foolery that happened this week we always said and this is something that I, I actually got from got from you know Frank Ski from, from earlier this week we're going to talk about, you know, some of the best Christmas songs of all time. Of all time, you know, okay. in, in, in the spirit of the holidays, yo, man. So yes. man, I, I already told, already told, told y'all mine, mine in the group, man. But I definitely want to, you know, get your, get your thoughts on this, man. Because I definitely have a lot, you know, to, to choose from, you know, growing up. Going up in my household, bro. It's all Motown Christmas over here, man. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> always Motown Christmas, man. It doesn't even, like just just go ahead and download the Motown Christmas album on Apple. You know what I'm saying? Um, yep, Spotify. Yeah, yep. man. Motown Christmas, Jackson Christmas, Jackson Five. Yo, Jackson. Like you know what I'm saying? You can go old school. Um, what's the name? Um, uh. Dreaming of a White Christmas. Um, it's the black group that sings that song though, because he got my guy that has a deep voice. Um, uh, I can't think of the name of the group at the moment. It's an old school uh quartet group. Um, she can always go with always go, go old school with that. Um, duh, the um the 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 given will always be um Mariah Carey, right? Of course, yeah. In fact, all the hits she's had, she's now known as the Queen of Christmas. No, she she comes out of she comes out of her hyperbolic chamber every year for just for this alone. I did see some of um, I saw some of her streaming uh special and she had a daughter and they did like a um they did like a uh a, a duet, which was cool as hell. I thought it was cool. Oh yeah, I was about to say her and Michael Bublé likes to come out of hibernation to doing this time of year. He does that as well. Um so but also, I also uh, bring up um, Christmas and Hollis from my run MC. Can't go wrong oh, yeah. with that. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. Ooh, old it's school. Christmas Eve and Hollis Queens. Yeah. Chicken and colored greens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just can't. That's just the the, the best of the best. Like, you want to go really old school with that. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, James, <clears throat> of course, you know, don't forget Donnie Hathaway. You always got to start off Christmas season with Donnie Hathaway. Look, man. You can't not go wrong with Donnie Hathaway because that's the voice right there, and they, they that voice like belongs to like a Christmas song for whatever reason. Um, one song that has been, I guess, been, I guess, almost been drilled into my head lately. Um, is um Paul McCarthy um um one of a Christmas or something like that. I think it's called. Uh, we have in um one of a Christmas time. That's what it's called. I think weird ass song because they had like a little Kanye West type of beat to it. And he's singing it. Um, just look that up, Paul McCarthy. He's oh, damn, yeah, I need to look up. Okay. Yeah, he has a um we're having a moment of Christmas time. I believe Destiny's Child we did one time. 
Um, but really good song if people want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. We have cool. Christmas time. Paul McCartney. What is it? Run, run, Rudolph. Another word for Chuck Berry. Yes, you can't beat that. You can't beat Run, Run, Rudolph. <laughs> you can't. You really, you really like um. That's like what. For whatever reason that song comes on, that um dreaming of a white Christmas, all that brings up home alone. So because that those are songs. Yep. That, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yep. And then, I was just thinking the same thing, but all those songs on there. Of course, man, the it's a, really every, yeah, really a lot of things on the on, on you know home yeah, the home alone soundtrack. You know, it's definitely says something. Yep. Um and also, uh, Jingle Bell Rock is one of is it one of them too. Jingle Bell Rock is my joint with that. Um, I guess we could count. I, I want to say we should count. Um, the Preacher's Wife soundtrack as a oh, cool heck song. yeah, bro! Preacher's Wife soundtrack with again that's another thing I grew up on, man. My parents all the time, man. We were like I said, man. I'm, I'm on that Preacher's Wife soundtrack going through the house. Yeah, man, that's a that's a perfect time. I feel like it's a perfect time for it. Um, absolutely. I'm doing the thing with it. Same, right. same thing with Shirley's Use of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, like that's just that gives you that mood, man. I just that just I don't know. That just that's just me. Like it has to be like a Motown slash Black Christmas for a reason. Like all the other songs are cool, but once you hear once you hear like a good ass. R&B artist or R&B um, singer that's on a, on a good song can't beat Absolutely. it. I said, man, of course, Luther killed a lot of great Christmas songs as well. Yeah, yeah. Mistletoe Jam. Yeah. That's just something, you know, for, for, for you yeah. and your girl to listen to, man. Like I said, that's definitely it, man. And of course, and, and another another artist, even though she had no other hits, hits, Outside of you know Christmas songs, you no, know, we call Mariah Carey the Queen of Christmas, but she actually you know had hits outside of it. Unfortunately, we can't say the same about Darlene Love. Darlene Love pretty much made all of her songs, all of her hits were basically Christmas songs. Oh, good, good callback! Wow. Yeah, Darlene Love. Yeah, man, she shoot y'all, man. For those that don't know, man, look up. Of course, man, if you watch both home, if you watch Home Alone too. You know who Darlene Love is, man. And of course, man. Yeah. Then she always has, you know, the, the other, you know, Christmas. It's a Christmas, baby, please come home. Yes. That's my, that was my jam. Um, damn, that was a good call. That was a good callback. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think another one that's my jam. That's my jam, Ronaldo. Damn. Bro, please come home for Christmas. Both of you guys, man. The, the, the original version from, from, you know, Charlie. So, you know, damn, who's it? What Charles Rose, I want to say? Uh, I'm telling you, though, but, but of course, the the one that I like is, is the one for Aaron Neville, man. He, he got that little bit, you know, that, that Cajun flavor to it. Oh, uh, every time I think of Aaron Neville, because <laughs> um, he has that little tattoo on his eye, but um, mm-hmm. or oh, something on his eye, but every time I think of Aaron Neville, I always think of um, of uh, that song, and it's another song of his that I love. It's just because he has that board. Um, everybody plays, or, or either everybody plays the fool or use me. He, uh, he has, he does one of those songs. Yeah, everybody plays the fool, of course. Yeah, again, he has that voice, man. It's just whatever it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. But can't go wrong with Aaron Neville. 
Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but it was Charles Brown though. But yeah, Charles Brown has the versus the yeah. Come on Christmas is good too. Right? So Charles yeah. Brown also got uh, yeah some other songs. I think he also did a version of Merry Christmas Baby. That's another good. One. I think him. I said him and him, 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 and I'm good. Georgia boy Otis Redding. Ah oh, man, good. That's a good boy Otis because he had the whistle song. Um, I will bring. I will run up you on that Otis Redding with um Voice Man Let It Snow. Of course, of course, another yeah. another very good standard. Yeah, yeah. Um, for whatever reason, they um epitomizes uh staying in a log cabin or a house that's surrounded by snow, and you got to have you and your and your and your woman in the warmth, place mm-hmm. or whatever the hell. Just put on the um boys, man. You good? Let's take care of you for that winter night. Oh yeah, definitely, man. And, and, and again, and, and outside of outside of you know the the traditional R and B realm, though, is you know last Christmas was over for a wham. Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. I I like that one. It's been a minute since I heard um with wham too, because that's my guy. That's my, that's my group. Um, wow, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. It's, yeah, another very good one, man. And it was the guy, the guy Bad Bad Day. Do they know? Do they know it's Christmas? Uh, back where they had that, that, that was back when you know artists still got together to make you know huge mega hit songs like that, man. Back you know when, when We Are the World, you know, was, was still a thing. Yeah, man. When it was on, um, when, when big artists had you know, saying the the big studios going to still mm-hmm. a thing, um, you know. For whatever reason, you're running as a Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones will put you together, um, to get you get you right and going. Yeah. So, wow. For whatever reason, I'm pulling in my head. Do you remember this movie with Robin Williams called Toys? Oh, it was in it. Well, he played his brother. Um, it's the soundtrack to that movie that has Christmas songs on it. I would suggest people go check that out. Um, this movie that comes in my head, I'm always thinking about toys because uh, it's Robin Williams and Ella Cool J of all people, but they had a really good songs on there. And, uh, I think, uh, what's my girl with the bald head? The white girl with the bald head. Uh, Sinead O'Connor, is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She had a couple of songs on there. She had a couple of songs on it. So can't think of the name of the song. Mm-hmm. Good soundtrack. Oh yeah, and, and, and folks who want to you know listen to instrumental instrumental Christmas music, Kenny G, Kenny G is always you know uh, the go to. That's really the um, that's really the um that's no other you really can't go nobody else but Kenny G, like yeah. So, and then you got just instrumental with just you know him doing his saxophone and just all the music, all the songs. Come on, bro, can't beat that. You can't beat Kenny G, dog. It's just that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. He's not going to beat him. that. He really, I think he really beats everybody in the in the song besides Amara Carey. It's because it's, it's Kenny G, though. Absolutely, <laughs> Kenny G. Yes, sir, man. The king of the king of the you know jazz saxophone. That man played the shit out of saxophone. Though. <laughs> you already know it, bro. You already know it, man. You already know it, man. But but like, like I said, man. But again, for me, man, just for me personally, man. 
like I said, man, the, the song, you know, like, like I said, man, and of course we already talked about, you know, some some of the other, you know, some of the other, you know, voices, you know, like I said that. Preacher's Rock soundtrack, very good pull, man. It's a very, it's a very, you know, very, you know, endearing part of my childhood. Soul Holiday from Sounds of Blackness, we can't forget them either. Yes, that's a good one. That was a Soul good Holiday, one. Yeah, Soul Holiday is very, very, very good one, man. But just for me, man, it's when, when, bro, whenever I hear that in my mind, oh, it's so, I want it's, you to be free. It's such a beautiful song. That's the crazy part. It is, bro. The original Silent Night hymn, but, but I'm sorry. The Temptations have the definitive version of that song now. That is the version of Silent Night, bro. I'm gonna say like there's nobody is nobody's gonna touch that. Nobody's touching that because it for whatever reason the song works with them and their voices. Those the words, um, the cadences, and like everybody can't you know, everybody had a part on that song, and the song is simple as hell. It's not even like a complicated song, but everybody just sung that shit. Like they sung the verse like it's perfect. And you're right. That's the only definitive silent night. Nobody else touches that. No, no. Everybody else. And, and, and if you notice, nobody else has touched it since then. Because it's already know. How can you? How can you beat the Temptation Silent Night? You can't. Like that's not even. It doesn't matter because it's like you know, it's just an impossible feat. Like you, you're good. You're just gonna be doing just second fiddle. Like you're gonna the best you're gonna do is second place. Yeah, and, and, and this is second place. Exactly. Like, you could sing your ass off, too, but you're not going to get the energy and the impact that it was that would temptation sound like. So, there you go. I like that one. That was pro that's probably my favorite song, if I had to go back absolutely. to it. That's probably my favorite song. Oh, absolutely, man. Like I said, you just never, like I said, just the, the, the harmonization. Everything it's a perfect song, Ronaldo. If you really, really think about it, bro. It 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 encompasses everything about Christmas and the soul is there too. Like perfect. Like I don't know. They was on one that night. I'm pretty sure I can I wish I was there on wish I was uh the fly in the room when they went to that recording studio and did that shit. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure fly sail in there and like y'all, y'all ready to record this? Like, yeah, let's go. And they recorded the shit song. <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, the real producer and the sound engineer at that time. Man, I'm just saying, though, like after that, if you didn't go buy a Christmas presents and put up a tree, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's how good the motherfucker was. You probably, if you had no love for Christmas, you were going to fall in love after that. You, fought, you fell in love with it then. Yeah. You you gonna, really be on some screws. Oh, speaking of, uh, another song to bring up. Um, uh, uh, what's my guy name? Put a little love in your heart. Um, by uh, uh, man, remember the movie Scrooge? Mm -hmm. Um, the song that came on at the end with um, yeah, put a little love in your heart. Is that um, Al Green and I can't think of the of the of the of the, of the female singer. But Al Green put a little love in your heart. That's a good song. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, I was about to say, old girl, yeah, old girl. Is it Aretha Franklin? <laughs> it might have been Aretha Franklin. Nah, I don't. No, no, any Linux is Al Green. 
Okay, cool. Cover version of it. Hey, that one. I gave Aretha the, the love for real, for real. But yeah, Dope 2, like that was a good, great song. That's a Christmas song to me because it was in Scrooge and it just yeah, played. Yeah, Scrooge soundtrack, yeah. I remember, I just remember that one, that joint. Memory lane, man. He had to pull it out the road today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's really the, that's, that's really the, you know, best thing is about this time of year, man. Just remembering, you know, just, 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 just a good time, you know, just, just, just hanging out, you know, with hanging out with the family. Of course, you know, as a kid, you, you didn't shoot, man. That was back when you didn't have that. The only thing you, you had to worry about was being good so you could get, so you could get the presents. Bro, now now <laughs> the presents under the tree, man. What he said because you had music playing, you had hot chocolate going, you had Christmas, you had the presents under the Christmas tree, and you know this is Georgia, so sometimes you know we, we barely got snow, but when we did get snow, it was cool as hell. So you know what I'm saying? It was just a cool. It was all part of the moment, and those songs that we all just just said tonight, it's all it's all part of it. It was all part of the history of it. They're not. The complicated songs be honest with you because you got to really they're just words on the page but you got to get it right because you're doing it in the spirit of christmas too it's not like you're just singing that song like you got to put that on right. gotta make it feel like damn it's cold outside and santa's probably coming somewhere and the snow is coming down and blah 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 so you know it's, it's just it all plays its part yeah and like i said man just remember some of the best parts parts of the childhood known of course not 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 you know, not not you know, just the presence, man, but just you know, again, spending time, some spending time with, with the folks, with the folks you love and who loved you, man. And like I said, just 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 watching, you know, movies like Home Alone, which me and my dad still do every year. Watch Home Alone, you know, and still laugh like the first time, first time we watched it. Classic. Yeah, watch movies like that. Like I said, the preachers, yeah, you know, the preacher's wife. Classic now, looking at it in a different lens. And realizing, you know, that that Fenton's character Dudley basically came down to save save that church from basically being basically saving the block from being gentrified. That's pretty much what the movie oh. of, of course besides, you know, having the having, you know, having so having, you know, having, you know, the preacher's preacher's character and Whitney and Whitney Houston, you know, have both them, you know, we killed the romance though, but they, they basically saved the church. Saving the block for being gentrified. Oh, it was it was ahead of its time for well, at least for us. I figured, you know, as we was kids, yeah. you know, it's Whitney Houston and Denzel watching it. it was cool. It was cool look for the feeling. How was it? But growing up, looking at it with a different set of eyes, man, you're like, oh man, this was a powerful ass movie. Like this was something that was really needed, and it was a feel good movie at the same time. It wasn't like a, wasn't like mm-hmm. a. You know, it wasn't one of those. It wasn't not, I'm not, and I'm not, um, and I'm not poo pooing on Hallmark Channel, or whatever. But it wasn't one of those cheesy ass Christmas movies. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. A good, a really good movie that happened to be set in the Christmas in the Christmas spirit. So you know, absolutely, absolutely, man, absolutely, though. But man, this is man, this is great as usual, Ronaldo, man. Another R and R production in the books. Yes, sir. What what other podcast can you get from sports to Christmas movies and songs at the same time? <laughs> at the same time, y'all. At the same time, man. So yeah, I, I definitely really appreciate it. 
really appreciate you coming on. Really appreciate you know Brandon from stop from stopping in. You know, dropping dropping on in right after right after the game tonight. So giving us you know his his breakdown of you know of UNC Michigan and everything else that happened afterwards. So definitely. Any other shout outs you want to give before we can wrap this thing up? Nah, like you said, like you mentioned, man, definitely shout out to the founder for dropping in from doing this thing because he I was really I was really um hyped for him to go to Charlotte to check out the the tournament. He was definitely talking talking about that. And I could definitely tell he was like super excited to see it. So I'm glad he was able to go in and enjoy himself. Um join his time with the wife and fam out there. So that was cool as well. So you know of course boom shout out to the founder of the first round of the show. Um of course shout out to you big dog be the real Reggie, man. Let's get it. You know what I'm saying, aka Cliff, big Cliff. You know what I'm saying? Let's. That's it's it's cool that we was able to get R and R in tonight. I felt like the people needed it, especially for this week. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. Big shout out to Corporate Rivers, who's out there taking care of his loved ones too, man. So hopefully we get him back in because I definitely want to talk to his ass about them Jacksonville Jaguars because I know he, I know he live and on one right now with it. Um, oh yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be cool to uh, get everybody, the full team back together, especially for the 100 episodes coming up soon. So, it's going to be dope. Um, shout out to everybody that's been listening, of course, and everybody's in the Facebook group. Uh, new members, old members, members that love that came back, probably. I don't know. Um, everybody, you know what I'm saying? It's good. Wishing everybody that's listening uh, incredible holiday season, uh, celebrating whatever you celebrate, but you being that with family, that's cool. I can, I'm glad that you'll be able to do that. So I'm wishing all the well wishes to everybody in the holiday season for that. To you too, bro, for the family and all the good stuff and Christmas spirit and all the good stuff. Glad we were able to talk some Christmas songs. Now your ass gonna get me on this playlist when I get off the um, podcast to just start listening me to something. <laughs> me too, that's it. It, that, that is if, if I do get get it to Jack Ryan first, man. I so said the new season of Jack Ryan dropped on, so dropped on you know Amazon. So I was about to do it, man. But I'm actually gonna be heading home, at least heading to my folks' crib tomorrow. So I'm definitely the playlist is gonna definitely be going all the way down there. So you already know. Oh, has to be. I'm gonna um definitely get that playlist going as well. We got the uh, matching PJs, me and, me and my, my old lady. So we're going to be So, and uh, big shout out to um, uh, two movies, Avatar, Wave Water. We saw that last week. Um, she looked like it's been shot in real life. Like somebody, that man went to the planet Pandora for real and shot it because that's what it looked like. It looks real. Um, it was just long as hell, though. Um, and yeah. shout out to the menu, which I wasn't expecting it was gonna be good, but it was good as shit. And I love that movie. So that movie's out. It's menu. It's so cool. I enjoyed that movie a lot. Um, but yeah, that'll be um check those two movies out when you get a chance. And if you haven't seen Let the Right One In, watch Let the Right One In because that that show is literally lit. Well, all right then. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. And like I said I'm probably not gonna keep you all too long, man. Just as always, shout out to shout out to the first rounders, B, my boy King Leon, man, my boy Corporal Rivers. 
Like I said, man, it's always a pleasure doing doing the show with you all, man. And of course, you know, uh, I I pray nothing, you know, more, so nothing, you know, nothing less than many blessings for all this is coming, you know, to Christmas, man. Like I said, it's it's, it's all, definitely always been a pleasure. So hope hope y'all boys definitely have a have a great Christmas ahead of you all. And shout out to our listeners who've been with us from the episode one, or those who were just joining us. Little bit later, so we definitely just just love the you know love the show support. So you always know, man. We love feedback too, man. Good, bad, and different. And shout out to Lionel Messi for that World Cup win, man. I think you definitely have made your made your case for being the best in the world, or at least, or maybe even the best ever. Man, I saw that. Um, I saw that. Uh, that parade. Argentina is bad. Argentina is going up, bro. You know what? Pulled up the pull up the Macy's house. I never seen a fan base like that before. That's no. You think you thought you thought us winning uh, the Braves winning the championship was cool? Everybody, all these championships are here in the states. Argentina, the whole country was, which was wow. So I'm like, wow. Okay, this is this is on interstates. On interstates, fans pulled up at Messi's house. Bro, that whole that, that whole the whole country was lit. Literally, everybody was outside, like just celebrating. Like, damn, like that's 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 a whole another testament in itself. Like, you know, we didn't we we, we kind of didn't bring it up like a, like that as much on the podcast, but you know, soccer is a, is a big thing for sure, for sure, especially international. And okay, okay, okay. soccer took this level to this. Yeah, yeah, it, and it's showing that it's going to be creeping up here. Hey, look, the World Cup is coming here now, so it's going to be in, in the U.S. next um in the four years. So I can't wait to see how that turns out here. So, oh yeah, a, definitely, no doubt, no doubt. And, and, and we we did we did touch on this in touch on this, you know, in the in the NFL section, or, or at least we did touch on you know the touch on what on a, on a milestone. That a certain franchise is actually, you know, going to going to hit though. But I definitely want to make sure that we definitely give you know our condolences to 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 you know Franco Harris's family and just everybody who knew Franco Harris. He actually passed passed today. Crazy two two days right before the celebration of the or at least the date of the immaculate reception. Right, and one of the greatest one of the greatest plays of football, like. A player that nobody, nobody still knows how the heck he made that catch at all. Like he came out of out of the side of the screen, like oh shit, he got the ball. Like you know what I'm saying, and he ran that bitch to the outs. Like you know what I'm saying, and he and he became legend after that. Oh yeah, you don't have to be a Steelers fan. You don't even have, yeah, you don't have to be a Steelers fan, but you do have to be a fan if you are a fan of football. I would say that you know about this play. Right. This is a play that that you that you have known about, that you've heard about. If you follow NFL for for any period of time, but like you said, you don't even have to be a fan of the Steelers to even know or hear about Franco Harris, man, the thirteenth overall pick from from you know Penn Penn State University. Right. I mean, he did yeah. perfect story, man. Going to the Steelers, old time champion, stats for days, Hall of Famer. Just, still the leading rush, still the leading rush for that franchise, bro. You can't. It's 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 just a glorious time, man. It's just it's 
it's it's incredibly sad that it happened you know that he you know he passed today and i have no idea how that how it happened but that's not even in my business to even know at the moment just sending our prayers to that family man for sure because it's definitely he's it's like he did live a good life worth celebrating so that's what we're here to do as well mm-hmm. r.i.p yeah, definitely, you know, RP to, to, to him. And especially, again, at this time of year, too, man. So I know I know it's rough on, to rough on you know, to rough on his family, man. That's, you, you, you just really hate to, hate to see it, man. Really hate to see it, though. But, but, but in order not to, not to end, you know, on, on, on a sour note, and I guess, and especially, you know, for, for this episode, Shout out to rookie from your team, your boy, for the 49ers, Drake Jackson, in paying a $322,000 dinner tab for his teammates. Woo! That's a big, that's big time money, ain't it? It's big time money, ain't it? <laughs> it, it? It turned out to be uh, a prank because of... Um, it was just, a prank, yeah. But... <laughs> The, the tab was high though. Was it three hundred thousand? Because like you got to think about like, damn, what the hell did they order for three hundred thousand dollars? Like, yeah, I'm looking through all this too, again, because I saw some shit that says like some truffle, some truffle shit. And, and truffle is expensive. Truffle is expensive. Yeah. Like, golly, did you did y'all buy all the bottles in the world? Did y'all tip like a mug? But it ended up being uh, like a from um, where um, teammate. Eric Armstead said it was like a eight thousand dollar bill. Yeah, and yeah, I think about forty five. Yeah, forty five hundred. I want to say for they for paid. Rookie. Yeah, the rooks had to pay the rest. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just yeah. Hey, but it's just funny to see at first, man. I was like, ooh, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think Drake Jackson got four hundred three hundred thousand dollars to pay at the moment. Exactly. I was about to say, man. I know Goodwill, especially on him. He he's not a first rounder, man. So. He's doing he's doing a good job this 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 season though. Like he's gonna probably get this money soon, but he ain't having that that time. So um, you know, <laughs> and expense out there in the Bay Area. So you know, shit costs shit, call, shit call money out there. Yes, it does. I know. It's to pay that. But shout out to them boys for playing a good ass trick on him because he was looking crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Looking at each other, right. yeah. I mean, we can be watching this for the rest of the for the rest of the damn week. Bro, he was going out. Uh, probably had to go, to John. It's like, hey, I'm gonna need my money now. Bro, <laughs> me in advance. <laughs> yeah, advance right now. You understand? I might not be able to play for y'all because I owe money. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Well, yeah, that was a good one though. That was, that was definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely real good ones, all right. <laughs> real, real good ones, all right. But yeah, man, another great episode. Again, once again, man, don't forget. Thank you enough, man, for getting on for another R and R R and R episode. And for everybody else listening, thanks for tuning in. And we'll be back with, with another great episode for y'all sooner rather than later. Again, yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and if 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 he, please, if you can. Be with your family, both either by blood or by choice. Yes, sir. Enjoy, I say, enjoy the rest of the week. If you have time off, 
enjoy it, relax, catch up on the shows, movies, and yeah, just just, just enjoy it, man. Just enjoy it, enjoy life. Definitely. Until next time, y'all. Deuces. Peace.